Hello and welcome to the Forbes India Cover Story podcast series in association with theindicast.com. My name is Abhishek and this issue's cover is about Reliance's big bet on renewable energy. Joining me on the call to talk about his cover is uh, Samar Srivastava. Hi Samar, good to have you back uh, in a reasonably quick time. It's not been a long time since we spoke of, of your previous cover on Tata Steel. Welcome back. Thank you, Abhishek. So this year's AGM, you write uh, that the plan from Reliance was to move into uh, green energy. And the investment that I read from your story is that they've pledged is 75,000 crore rupees. So with Reliance, scale is never a problem. So what are the big plans that they have in mind? Mr. Mukesh Ambani made this announcement at the AGM. And he said that in keeping with his commitment of making the company net zero carbon by 2035, they plan to get into the green energy space and with an investment of 75,000 crores. And this would primarily be in three areas. One is in the solar space, second is in the hydrogen space, and third is in the sort of energy storage space. And uh, essentially, this is where a bulk of uh, the investments would be made. So I think the solar space is sort of the most evolved, and there we know that Think of these as the solar sort of panels that you see in photos. And so, so they'd be doing everything from putting the silica together to make and making the wafers and then making these sort of solar panels. And that is a business where China really sort of dominates uh, world supply and India imports a lot from China. So there could be a lot of import substitution there. In the hydrogen space, still some time to figure out what is the best way to make hydrogen in large enough quantities as a fuel and how to either use it or store it or transport it. And hydrogen is a pretty in- energy intensive process itself. So, you know, making hydrogen, it remains to be seen how they'll do that scale. And the third was really in the battery space where, for instance, if you have like the solar panels and then you need like batteries to kick in in the night when there is no solar Energy, or you need batteries just for energy storage. So they'd be doing that as well. Um, not clear whether they'll be doing batteries for electric vehicles because those are sort of very sophisticated ones. So not clear about that. But you know, like a lot of this plan is not clear in the sense, it's a little hazy, and we still have to await details. Uh, they've done it once before, not too long ago, with Geo, where they had to lay cables underground throughout the country, and that was done with uh, some amount of efficiency. In this case, what kind of infrastructure are we even looking about? All India deployment, or uh, do we have any inkling of what their plans are as such? How do how would they like to roll this out, and what is needed? Indeed, there is a lot of push from the government right from uh, 2014 when the BJP's first term they were elected is, is renewable energy is the next big thing. There cannot be a bigger bet than this one. You know, what does it take to roll out a plan of this sort? Again, I mean, <laughs> very tough to say, except that there would be some sort of PLI play in the sense that they would get incentives for manufacturing and also there would be some sort of government support in terms of making it harder for imports to come into India. And the government has recently put in place a customs duty that will come in for the next April. But other than that, very tough to say what sort of government support there will be. And I guess that's an evolving situation and we'll have to see how it evolves. But definitely some sort of production-linked incentives which you've seen in a lot of industries. 
and who are the other players uh, if any and you know uh, when we talk about any of the bigger ones who've bet big in this industry apart from the companies from china in india uh, in the solar panel space renewable energy in in general and uh, what are they up against if at all uh, we could call anybody their competitor oh no i mean nobody is even close to the scale of what plans to uh, having said that you have you have smaller companies there's vikram solar there's bari etc and i think that lani makes some solar panels uh, they are there and then in the wind energy space there is another set of companies but wind is sort of seen as a mature business and not one that has lived up to its potential so mukesh ambani had no has no plans to enter that space and then there are a bunch of people in the electric vehicle space but they are all essentially just importing from china and assembling here and batteries also are just you said the focus will be on uh, uh, solar uh, and there are plans to construct uh, a factory which is uh, a solar photovoltaic module factory yes yeah, so, so so essentially they plan to do this at at jamnagar four essentially four giga factories uh, to deal with various facets solar hydrogen electrolyzers you know battery storage plants etc there will be four sort of giga factories uh each one manufacturing a certain thing and uh, they'll all come up in jabnagar and then we'll have to see how you know the size and scale of each and how they then transfer the finished products etc etc would you have any indication uh, why solar panels have not really taken off have they meaning i i've been reading about it for over a decade and in fact unless uh, for instance in a cooperative housing society if the secretary of the building signs up uh, by taking votes from all the members then you might have something for the entire building otherwise it's not places like magarpatta and pune are a pleasant exception but otherwise it hasn't really taken off has it no it hasn't primarily because you know there is a cost to it and in most places around the world the government incentivizes you or subsidizes the cost and that hasn't happened in india so you know some people are hoping that there's a geo kind of moment where it just becomes possible for everyone can own it to own it uh, but you know the economics need to be seen because tata power has been trying this for over a decade and sure they've got some scale but nowhere near what uh, it should be so we'll have to see how reliance's entry sort of changes things and in addition to this uh, what are some of the challenges to be in the sector in the first place one challenge is at, uh, at the policy level policies keep changing people told me that small companies find it very hard to navigate through changing policies but i'm sure i don't think that will be a problem for a large company second thing is that the technology keeps evolving and that will be a challenge in the hydrogen in the hydrogen space with these solar panels i don't think it will be too much of a challenge because the technology is already mature it's just a question manufacturing it to scale in the battery storage space the technology is still evolving and so we'll have to see how they're able to manufacture at scale and keeping cost low so three different areas three different challenges last couple of uh, ones uh, sure. summer is to reach to the customer i read that they could they've got investments in uh, facebook or rather the other way around so how, how do they reach is there is there a plan to even look at whatsapp facebook to you know tap into these customers to figure out if they'd be interested or a larger play here well yes but they spoke about this when the facebook investment was done and while there have been some news reports of the fact that they are working on this 
we haven't seen anything concrete. So people had initially spoken about the fact that you may be able to order your groceries, etc. through WhatsApp, but that integration hasn't happened so far. And maybe it's in the works, but we haven't seen it as yet. Right. And, and the last one is, you know, you write about how uh, India's largest private sector company will embark on a new spending cycle. Now, how do you define a spending cycle of this of this kind? And does it come once in four or five years or in a decade where they make a, a splash by investing a big sum? So, so yeah, it, it, it is a bit like that. And this 75,000 crores is a lot less than what they spent on Geo. Yes, but the fact is that there will be a new CapEx cycle for Reliance. And uh, as of now, it's not clear as to what the returns from that CapEx will be, which is why no analyst is able to sort of say that, okay, they'll spend so much and so earnings will rise by so much. So that sort of analysis is not there. But yes, they will spend 75,000 crores. And also, I think there's a new spending cycle on 5G, which is about to start. And But the incremental earnings for the company from these spending cycles, we don't know as yet. We will hopefully learn more from you in due course when Reliance itself will put start putting its cards on the table. Samar, thank you very much for your time on this podcast. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. And all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and any of your podcasting applications. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818. And also look for other podcasts from Forbes India. There's one called Teenpreneur, an interview series with young entrepreneurs and We also have from the bookshelf of Forbes India, conversations about business, economics and books.